Hi, I'm Tamara, the host of Without Regret, the podcast, where I hope you'll learn how to live your best life, overcome obstacles, and become successful, whatever that means to you. Learn through my example, as well as my guests, who've all had to overcome adversity and learn to keep on moving forward and upward. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. I apologize for missing last week, if you noticed. Um, Maybe you didn't notice, and if you didn't, that's fabulous, but I did miss last week. Um, We're back this week with um, my special guest, Sherry, who I also met on TikTok. I know I have a lot of guests on here from TikTok, but it's a fabulous community of survivors and inspirational people and it's amazing it's an amazing community i just i've been completely taken aback by the fantastic community on tiktok and not something i ever 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 expected i literally got on tiktok to promote my podcast and ended up making like friends so um anyways uh sherry is on a weight loss journey herself she has not had weight loss surgery is not considering weight loss surgery um, she's doing it on her, you know, 100% on her own, and God bless her for it. And she's, you know, has setbacks and and then picks herself up and gets right back on track. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's just, you know, and that holds true for everything in life, not just weight loss. But you know, you have goals, you have dreams, you have plans. You're motivated, you're unmotivated. You know, you got to get that motivation back and just get back on track and just not let it. Um, you know, not, don't consider yourself a failure, you know, move forward and continue with the plan, even if you had a little setback. So here we go. Let's hear Sherry's take. All right. Thank you so much, Sherry, for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So I met Sherry through TikTok and she also has a podcast, Sherry Gets Fit, um, also on Spotify and all the, all the podcast places, right? Yes. Um, and, uh, she had me as a guest on her podcast and I wanted to have her as a guest on mine as well. And today we want to talk about, uh, falling off the wagon and getting back on. Yes. It's a struggle when you fall so far off track and you have to try to like pull yourself back together again and make better choices. Because yes. I think we all, we all struggle because we all have formed those really bad habits and it's so hard to break them. Yes, this is true. As I sit here drinking a beer, <laughs> <laughs> I have a beer. I wish I had a beer. <laughs> just one. It's just one though. That's all I'm going to have. <laughs> And that's good. And that is fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think the first thing you have to do though, when you, when you do mess up and fall off the wagon or whatever, it maybe don't think of it as a mess up first of all, but forgive yourself for it Yes, because we are our own worst enemies and we'll beat ourselves up over it. Yes, we will. Absolutely. Um, yeah, you just have to, I mean, we're, nobody's going to be perfect. Like if we could be perfect, we would be where we want to be at this point. So just know that in this journey, you're going to have those moments where you're gonna, you know, slip a little bit or eat something that you didn't plan to eat. Um, and that's okay. It's okay to do those things. It's part of the process. 
and we can't be too restrictive on ourselves either because it's just not sustainable. So right. understanding that you can have, you know, a day that you just fall off track because whatever life gets in the way, as long as you make sure you can get back up again, which is where you are right now. Right. Right. I did. I fell off. I did the 75 hard challenge Mm -hmm. and that was maybe a bit too restrictive or I was being a bit too restrictive on it. And I just had so many cravings. Like I wanted chocolate. I wanted all of the things that I wasn't supposed to have because I was, you know, trying to be really, really good about it. And, um, yeah, I crashed and burned and for like a, like a week, a week and a half maybe. And I put on a little bit of weight, not much, but now I've, I've recovered. I would say that I fully, so you've lost the weight that you put on. Yes. Yeah. Good. Good for you. So tell me what exactly is the 75 hard challenge? It is a challenge. I don't remember what the guy's name is. Andy something that came up with it. And it's like five rules you stick to for 75 days. Um, you do two 45 minute workouts every day. One has to be outdoors. Yes. So that in itself is really, really tough, especially depending on the climate you live in. Um, you have to stick to a diet, any diet. So for me, it was a calorie deficit, but I really tried to, I didn't want to eat junk food. I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to be really good about it. And that's kind of, I think, that was the hard part for me. You have to drink a gallon of water a day mm-hmm. and then you have to take a selfie and read 10 pages or not a selfie. You have to take progress pictures every day, read 10, yeah, every day and then read 10 pages of like a nonfiction book. So, wow. yeah, I think the biggest part for me, the gallon of water got old really fast. Well, um, yeah, that's kind of a, that's kind of a staple though. In any kind of, I mean, I have yeah. to drink a gallon a day. But every single day I think yeah. was, was tough. And then, yeah, the 45 minute workouts, I didn't really mind. I really enjoyed going outside mm-hmm. and working out. Um, I tried to do it in the morning. I became more of a morning person. Um, and then it was the, it was the diet part that, you know, sticking to that calorie deficit without having any treats. That's kind of what, that's what did me in. Yeah. I was too restrictive. How far into it were you when you. I was 30, 32 days. So do you have to start over then? Or do you just not count the days that you didn't follow the rules? No, you have to start over. You have to do it for 75 days straight. If you mess up one day, if you forget to take your progress photo, like you have to start all over again. Wow. I don't, I don't, not right now. Anyway, I don't plan to restart it. I'm just, once I fell off, I really was like, okay, I, I need to like slowly get myself back to where I was. Is there like a 14 day challenge? <laughs> there, 14 no, day I, hard challenge. I, you can make whatever you want up. <laughs> there yeah. is like a, a 75 medium challenge or a 75 easy challenge or 75 the, soft or something. Do you know what the philosophy is behind the 75 days, the specific rules? Is there some sort of science behind that? No, I think he like, he picked it for some reason. I don't remember what the reason was, but he had some reason why he picked because, and part of it's because like a lot of people will do like 30 days how you create a habit, but most of the time it takes longer than 30 days to, you know, stick to a habit. So, um, he chose a longer time frame, but 75, there was a reason for his 75, but I don't remember what it was. I'm looking it up to see if we can. Andy Prezella, is that what his name is? I can't remember. He has a he has a podcast as well. And, and can, Frisella, yeah, yeah. 
you should be able to Google like for that specific podcast where he discusses it. There's also a book you can order from his website. I never read the book, um, but I listened to the podcast and there's a lot of Facebook groups out there as well, but a lot of them are really hardcore about it. Yeah. So I ended up removing myself from some of those groups because, you know, some people would, they'd be like, well, is it okay to do this? And they would just kind of be mean sometimes to them, you know, mm-hmm. like if you don't do it this specific way, then you're not doing it right. And, you know, it's like, I take a walk outside and that is considered a workout. Like it has to be uh, a mindful workout where you're, you know, it's not like you're going around shopping at the shopping mall and considering that cardio. Right. You have to, be, uh, has to, you have to set an intention to, to get it done. So that's, that became hard because if you want to live life a little bit too, and there's no drinking on it, no alcohol, mm-hmm. and no cheat so that was, that was difficult. I missed my wine and my beer for sure. Yeah. So, so I'm looking at these pictures. I'm going to actually drag this into the, into the camera side, just so people can see the before and after, I guess, of this guy, Andy Frazella. Okay. And this is what he went from and to in 75 days. Yeah. My actual results from day one to day 75. And I did like, I, it's not, people will say it's not a weight loss challenge. He says it, it's not. Yeah. It's like a mental, a mental challenge. Um, but you, I mean, if you're doing it right, you will lose weight. And yeah. I, I definitely did. I felt really good on it. Um, it just wasn't sustainable for me, but it's only for 75 days. So it's not supposed to be a long-term thing. It's just supposed to help you do hard things. Gotcha. It sounds hard. Like, I feel like for me, I would have to ease into it and start, you know, one, one 45 minute workout per day and then, you know, the diet. And then like, that's a lot to start like, boom. It is. And I definitely, um, slowly got into it at first. I did, you know, obviously the calorie deficit I was doing, I was pretty used to drinking about a gallon a day. Um, the workouts, I think I trained myself to get up earlier because they have to be three hours apart. Okay. So that's, you know, okay. another sort of hardship of that challenge. Um, so if it's like you work during the day, you got to get up early in the morning and do it and then do another one in the evening. So it was, yeah, they try to make it hard on purpose, but it was an interesting challenge. I love the 45 minute workout piece of it though. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I continue to do, not necessarily twice a day, but if I'm going to go work out, it's going to be a 45 minute workout. Gotcha, um, gotcha. as I opposed to what an hour, like 20, 30 minutes, 30 minutes okay. like, cause that's kind of, you know, usually I stick to like 30 minutes. So doing a little bit extra, um, I don't know, just makes me feel better for some reason that kind of has stuck in my head that 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, 45 minutes isn't, isn't bad. Um, I do an hour, but not twice a day. I do it twice yeah. a week. <laughs> um, I'm right. doing, I started doing orange theory fitness, um, uh, about a month ago. Oh, wow. And How is that going? It's going pretty good actually. Yeah. At first at my first class, I was like, Oh hell no. I don't know if I can do this, but now that I'm, you know, a month in and 10 classes or whatever. And I'm, I'm really starting to enjoy it. And with having to travel for work now, again, it's nice that they have them everywhere. So even when I have to go to Michigan, I can still do my orange theory classes. So that's, I, that was important for me. And I found that, you know, I will, 
I am not good at working out on my own. Like I was doing it, but you know, I'll pause the video and take a break. I'll, you know, right. Stop and exercise early. If it gets a little too difficult, like I'm much better in an, in a group environment or with, you know, a trainer somehow, some way. So I, uh, I joined orange theory. That's awesome. Yeah. I had someone on my podcast that did CrossFit and they really loved it because of the sort of group atmosphere. You guys Mm -hmm. kind of feed off each other versus working out alone. It's easy to just kind of be like, Nope, I'm not going to do it today. And nobody's there like expecting you to be there Mm -hmm. or, you know, you, you create connections when you work out together. So that I think is really beneficial. Yeah. And just motivation in general, Mm -hmm. you know, especially with orange theory, because you, you rear this monitor and you have like your heart rate thing up on a screen and you can see everybody's now, I don't necessarily know who they all are, who the guy next is up there on the screen or whatever, but I can see everybody else. And, you know, I want to get, I want to do well. You know what I mean? I'm not even really competing against them. I'm just looking at myself and going, okay, I, my most splat points I've ever gotten is six. I want to get, you know, seven or 10 today or whatever. So just something to strive for, I guess. Yeah. It helps, helps me. I think some people, like I have a friend who works out at home alone all the time and she's looks phenomenal. She just has that mindset. I don't have that. So I think we have to be, we have to understand our, ourselves and our limitations and where, and be able to, you know, make adjustments where necessary. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and sometimes like I'm the type of person who I will get bored with, with certain things. I have a treadmill. I like walking on my treadmill. And then like after a week or two, I get bored of it and I have to like move on to something else. So whether it's walking outside, going back to the gym, finding something different to do, um, you just kind of have to find what works for you. If you find something getting boring or not interesting anymore, then, you know, it's time to move on and try something different. And, you know, I, when I was getting back into working out, it was just a matter of doing something that I was moving. Um, and it didn't matter what it was. So like I would go paddle boarding Mm -hmm. and like, it's, yeah, it's a good exercise, but some people like wouldn't maybe consider that as much of an exercise. They think you should go to the gym and strength train, you know, that kind of thing. So it was just like anything that got me out of the house and moving was sort of the first step of me getting back on track. And, um, so you were off track for about a week, you said, yeah, I think like a week, week and a half, something like that. That's not too bad. I mean, you know, usually I would go like super strong for, and this is prior to having the weight loss surgery and actually losing the weight. I feel like having that getting that weight off first before I started really working out intensely made a big difference because I have more energy than I had Mm -hmm. before. But in the past I would go hard for, you know, a few months and then I would drop off for like a year. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So good on you for, for jumping back on so quickly, really. I, yeah, that has, as I've gone through this journey, I have learned to not fall off for too long. And a lot of us have that all or nothing mindset where you're either going all in 100%, you're working out, you know, every single day and you're eating in a calorie deficit and there's no sweets. And if you go off of that, then it's like, you're done. You know, you screwed up. That's it. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do this. I'm never going to do it. 
all those thoughts. Yeah. Switching that mindset for me has helped me get back on track a lot faster. I think that would have to be the, the, the way for everybody. We all have mm-hmm. to shift our mindset and accept that we've made the mistake, right? Or yep. not, I hate to even right. call it a mistake really, but just accept that it happened and not beat ourselves up about it so that mm-hmm. we can continue to move on because you, what's done is done, right? The past is in the past. We can't change it. There's nothing we can do about it. It is right. what it is. So all we can do is, is take that next step forward. What do we have to do to take another step forward? Right. Yeah. And that's what you've done. Yeah. And continue to do. (laughs) And I'm sure there'll be a moment, you know, in the next couple months or whatever, where I probably fall off track again. And it's just, you know, reminding myself of what I need to do to get myself back on track, setting those small goals to gain that confidence back and, um, get back to where I was, where I'm feeling healthy. I feel like I'm in control, which I hate that feeling of feeling out of control control. when you're not doing what you, what you think you should be doing. Yeah. Um, when you fall off track, do you analyze the things that like, why did I fall off track and what, how, what do I need to change to be able to do this more consistently? Like, it sounds like you decided in this case, 75 hard is probably a little too much too right. rigid, like you said. So do you do that usually? And, and cause that's something I never did is really say, I, I just considered myself a failure and yeah. never. And that was definitely my m- mindset previously, but yeah, this time around, um, starting this journey, like in early 2021, every time I've fallen off track, I've had to figure out well, why, why did this happen? What did I do? You know, was it something that triggered me? Was there, you know, like sometimes like early on, it was just something that I craved or needed to have, you know, and you have to kind of find a way around that. You shouldn't completely remove certain foods from your life because mm-hmm. you crave them, but finding healthier alternatives to them to help with those cravings. So you're not ordering like a whole pizza and eating it. Yeah. Um, and in this case with the 75 hard challenge, it was like, okay, that was, that was too much. And I was doing that all in, you know, all or nothing mentality. Mm-hmm. And I, that was just not good for me. I couldn't handle that situation. So learning that, you know what, it's okay to have chocolate and it's okay to have some chips and just doing it in, you know, being able to do it within my calorie deficit. Right. Yeah. Do it in moderation. Yep. That was always a hard thing for me though. Moderation was always my difficulty. I think it's always going to be a struggle for me. Yeah. I think it's something that I'll like just have to live with. Cause that was just such a, a bad habit that I've, I've had my entire life is just, you know, binging on foods and not being able to eat moderation. And it's mm-hmm. just something that I think I'll always have to just be aware of right. and try my best to avoid overeating. Um, but if it happens, it happens if you have, you know, a couple bad weeks out of the year or even a month or two, you're still going to lose weight. You're still going to make progress. So if you mess up or, you know, go overboard or whatever, every once in a while, it's going to be fine. As long as you are consistent, most of the time you will be successful. Very true. Progress, not perfection. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I feel like though, by having the surgery one, it certainly helps with moderation and portion control because you can only eat so much. Um, but it also, you know, helps with the mindset too, because 
while I know that, I mean, I really don't drink beer very often. This is like really rare, but, um, you know, I will have a glass of wine or something like that, but I, it's much less than I ever, than I used to drink, but I know uh, technically I can have potato chips and I can have all those things that I used to crave all the time, but because I had the surgery and I personally am a rule follower. I know there are a lot of people out there and you'll see them on TikTok that still eat kind of those bad things. Right. But in my mind, I'm a rule follower and I've been told that I need to get in protein. And if I don't mm-hmm. get my protein in, then I'm going to be sick or something's, you know, it's not going to be good. It's going to mess up my health potentially. And the whole reason I'm doing this is to be healthy. So right. I don't want to mess up my health, you know? So that's where I think the two things that the, the surgery has done for me is help me, you know, eat healthier just because I know that I have to, I mean, mm-hmm. literally have to, or I'll, I could potentially mess up my health. And then moderation, because I physically cannot eat as much as I used to, but sometimes I want to, that's the hard part. That's really hard when I'm like, oh, this is is so good though. I just want one more bite and one more bite can do you in. So I I mean, I understand the struggle for real though, of, of having to do it without having that tool of the surgery. It's tough. Yeah, it is. But the surgery itself is difficult too. Like I hands down, that has got to be one of the toughest things to go through. I see a lot of people's journeys out there in regards to surgery. And I'm like, Oh, hats off to you guys. (laughs) Yeah. It's scary. It's a scary decision in the beginning. I have no regrets about it now, obviously, but in the very beginning, it was like, wait, you mean I still have to like work out and eat healthy and follow all these rules and drink 64 ounces of water a day and do all those things. I was like, wait a minute. That's where I struggled before. Like I couldn't do that. That's why I'm in this position because I couldn't do those things. So it was really, really scary going into it thinking, can I, am I going to be able to do this? Am I just going to gain all the weight back eventually? Like, you know, still a fear, but that fear is what keeps me going too. I don't want to get back there. Right. So, so what has been your motivation on this um, health weight loss journey? My motivation has really been, I think the biggest thing for me is just really being happy with myself. And that has taken a lot of pressure off. I think growing up, we, you know, I grew up in the time where everybody was really, really skinny and that's just kind of what was expected of you. And now it's like in t- on TikTok anyway, we see so many women, different body sizes, really loving their bodies and being able to kind of love where I'm at, no matter where I'm at has been motivational to me to then make healthier choices because now I'm starting to love myself versus hating myself. You know, you restrict yourself so much and then you binge on whatever it is that you want and then you hate yourself, your self-loathing. Um, but realizing that, Hey, I deserve better. Like I deserve to be treated well and I deserve to love myself, you know, at whatever size I'm at. So that has probably been my biggest motivation to keep me going. And even like, especially when things stall out, cause a lot of the times that's going to happen. Mm-hmm, definitely. I'm, it doesn't frustrate me anymore. It's just something that it's like, okay, well, you know, I didn't lose anything this week or I gained a pound or whatever you know, that's fine because I'm so happy with the way that I look right now. Mm -hmm. Um, 
so that, you know, health is always, um, a big concern. I have certain things that run in my family, like diabetes and health heart conditions. So I know that if I were to continue to go down the path that I was going down, mm. I don't, you know, I think I would have gotten, you know, it wouldn't have been very good for me health wise. So I, I wanted to get a better handle on that. And I really wanted to be in control of my eating and to not be such an emotional eater. Yeah. Emotional eating. That's mm-hmm. another thing you have to really face, um, with having the surgery too, but I think it's important to face that even if you're not having the surgery, because so much of it is emotional eating. Like why? Yeah. So figuring out ways, other ways to deal with those emotions besides food. Yeah. That's a struggle. That's still a struggle. Yeah. It is. I, I feel you. I remember I had made a plan before surgery that when I wanted to eat because I was bored or because I was upset or because I was, you know, happy and needed to celebrate that, you know, I needed to find other ways around that. I was like, okay, I can clean the house. I can work out if I'm bored and I want to eat, I can just work out instead. And none of those things have, (laughs) right. Those things have actually happened. Right. Yeah. I think for me, it's been getting outside more often. Yeah. I feel like that has really like keeping busy, like you said, not, you know, being bored on the couch Mm -hmm. or whatever, but instead of staying home in the evenings and like vegging out on the couch, like going to the lake, I don't know what I'm going to do this winter, but going to the lake and like paddle boarding, kayaking, um, you know, that going for walks at my local parks, like that has really helped me from, you know, emotional eating, just getting that, that energy out, that negative energy out of my life. Yeah. I feel like I've done that too. I feel like sometimes that I haven't really come to terms with everything that caused me to overeat. And I do just stay so freaking busy. I just am doing something nonstop. You know, like you said, I go to the lake and paddleboard too, and I'm hiking and I'm going on walks with the dog and I'm, you know, meeting friends and doing a podcast, you know, right. uh, doing, I'm just all kinds of stuff. I'm all over the place. And I, I, but I feel like I've noticed recently, I've kind of come to terms with the fact that I'm doing that because I don't want to get bored. I don't want to stop and, and just eat. Yeah. But we have to, we have to be conscious of it and we have to be self-aware enough to see those things. Right. I agree. It's always going to be, it's always going to be a struggle no matter what, no matter what. Yeah. Surgery, no surgery, like no matter what, it's always going to be a struggle. Exactly. Yeah. It's exactly, but we can do it girl. Yes, we can. And we have, you know, we have done it. You know, we, I'm still working towards my goal, but I'm so much closer than I was a year ago. So I am just, I'm just so excited to, to be at this point, even though I'm not to my goal, it's enjoying the journey, I think has been a lot of fun and connecting with a lot of people on social media, on TikTok, especially. I know it's Um, crazy. It is, it is. I, you know, I think a lot of people don't see social media as a good thing, but I think TikTok has kind of changed the game a little bit. I mean, obviously there's a lot of trolls out there, but yeah, uh, 
being able to connect with those that are going through the same journey as me has been a huge support in my life. I have really found TikTok to be such a positive social media experience compared to TikTok or I'm, I'm sorry, compared to Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Like I really right. feel like there is a community of people out there for any community, for the weight loss community, for the whatever right. community there's yep. some, there are people out there and they will support you like you wouldn't believe it's been amazing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. I mean, I just, I avoided TikTok for a long time because I just thought it was a app to sing and dance on, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody did until like the older generation started getting on there and then like, we're like, okay, hey, this is actually good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forget the singing, dancing teenagers, you know? Yeah. I still, I did. I danced on there. Oh yeah, I did. I, I just recently did it. Did it. I was, I was like, I was in Michigan for work and I'd had a really bad day. And for once in my life was looking forward to working out. I was actually looking forward. Cause I'm like, I'm going to get on that freaking treadmill and I'm going to run my ass off and I'm just going to, you know, pump some iron and just get this, you know, this pent up frustration out. And then they called me 30 minutes before class and said, um, we lost power and we have to cancel class. And I was like, what? Right. Oh, I actually wanted <laughs> to come work out. Are you kidding me? So I did yes. go for a run first. I cranked up some Metallica and my headphones and I went and, and ran, walked, ran, walked, you know, like you do at Orange Theory. But um, I don't, I'm not a runner. Like that's so out of character for me to run. But I just needed to get it out. And then when I came back to the room, I was like, eh, I got nothing else to do. Let me learn this TikTok dance. <laughs> right. And it gets you moving. I think that's yeah. one good thing about that. Cause you know, it gets kids moving too. You yeah. know, everyone's got to learn the newest TikTok dance. So I'm like me and my niece do it and she's 12. Right. And so, I mean, every time she's here, we're like working out just because we're dancing and learning all these TikTok dances together. So it's yeah, it's like a, of- it's like a 30 second video, but it took me a yeah. half an hour to get the moves <laughs> right. down before I could get it. You know, I recorded it like 10 times before I got it right. right. Yeah, you, you work up a sweat. <laughs> well, I didn't really work up a sweat that day, but because I just come from a run, it was more of a cool down for me at that point. But, oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was fun though. It was fun. Good. Well, wow. anything else you want to add any advice for people on, you know, starting a weight loss journey, continuing a weight loss journey or anything. I would, I would say make a plan. Like, like you can pick a start date, but don't have it be tomorrow. Have it be like a couple of weeks and really try and work on figuring out what works best for you. Mm-hmm. And anything that you've tried previously that didn't work, don't try that again. Like try something different, figure out what works best for you. Um, and don't give up. And don't be hard on yourself if you fall off track, because it is going to happen. Like, just prepare for it. When it happens, just remember it's okay and work on getting yourself back on track slowly. You know, it doesn't have to be the next day. But once again, set that date again of when you want to restart and, you know, slowly work your way towards that day. So it's a it's always going to be a work in progress. But as long as you don't give up on yourself, you will get there. I love it. Love it. Great advice. Thank you. And thanks so much for having me on. It's nice to see you again. Thank you. It's good to see you and have fun at your football draft. I'm jealous. Oh, I know. I got first pick too. Oh, okay. That's awesome. (laughs)
it's awesome except that you have to wait all the way around and then pick twice. i know it, but people go pretty quick they go it, pretty quick but now i gotta go. figure out so who fun. i'm picking it's like the best part of the of fantasy football and i'm not doing it this year and i'm i'm sad but i just don't have a mental capacity to put into it this year oh yeah like who should i pick for quarterback do i pick Mahomes? um no, I, I don't know. I got to go call some people. <laughs> I mean, Tom Brady's always a good bet too. That's true. Where's Brady on here? I don't know. He's like, he's a little bit farther back. Mahomes is number one. Yeah. Jay Allen is number two. Murray is three. Is. Yeah, I don't know either. Rogers is on here. Obviously not picking cousins. I would personally pick Mahomes just because he's Mahomes and I love him. But yes, I know. That's what I'm thinking too. He's I'm like the most that. beloved little quarterback. He's like my son. Yes. He's, so yep. cute. <laughs> He's the best. I think I might be picking him. So we'll see. All right. All well, right. Good luck with your draft and good luck with fantasy football in general. Thank you. I'm going to need it. Journey and getting back on track. And thank you so much for, for sharing your wonderful advice. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You have a good one. What a great guest she was, Um, you know, and there were a couple of things that she said that I really wanted to come back to and point out. One of those being um, in the beginning, she said, nobody's perfect. If we were perfect, we'd already be where we want to be. And I was like, wow, that's so true. I wish I had, you know, elaborated on that a little bit when she said it. But that is such a great statement that, you know, you know, we have these role models that we're looking at online on Instagram or our friends or whatever and we think they're perfect. They're not perfect. They also have setbacks. Everybody does. So don't let that hold you back. Don't beat yourself up about it. We are not perfect and we're not going to be perfect. So I love that, um, you know, that she said that. I also like her idea of, you know, giving yourself time to make that plan and know exactly what you want to do and get ready for it before you start. So give yourself a week or two. Don't, don't say on Saturday, Oh, I'm going to start on Monday. And then Monday rolls around and you're not prepared. You're not ready. So I love that advice too. So I hope you guys all got, you know, something out of this and you can apply this to anything in your life, not just weight loss or, or getting healthy or eating healthy or whatever. This can apply to any area of your life. Don't give up on yourself. We'll be right back.